All right, in Genesis chapter 2, we were looking at this chapter of Scripture um, on two weeks ago, getting some insights out of this in regards to the holy matrimony or the marriage union in which God created. One of the things we looked at two weeks ago is where chapter 2 sits. It's after what? <coughs> the creation. And it's before the fall. So we put the question out in light of where this sits. When those who practice the homosexual lifestyle <coughs> say that they were born this way, can that be the truth? Or is that a lie? It's a lie. It's a lie. What is what is the what is what do you believe to be the truth about homosexuality? It's a it's a uh, sin. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So you're basically saying that it's a choice, right? Not born with it. Anybody else have any other thoughts about that? I don't know that I could say that you can't be born with it. Okay. Because, like I said last week, you can be born with an addictive nature. That doesn't mean that you get the right to go out and be an addict. All right. Everybody's born in sin regardless of what that sin is. Regardless of what that sin is. All right. Now, do we all agree that homosexuality is a sin? Yep. Yes. Do we agree that um, lying is a sin? Yes. Theft? Yes. Murder? Yes. Um, adultery? Yes. Fornication? Yes. Now, good point you bring out. All of those sins that we just listed, is any of them greater than the other in the sight of the Lord? Uh, no. No. But no. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got a question. <coughs> Okay, so you, you say that, you know, you can't be born, you know, but like, say about the, the uh, people that are born with, like, two sexual organs. Okay. All right. Um, you, how does, I mean, how does that whole thing work out? I mean, like, that's chromosome study, and so they, they, it's, it's a surgical procedure to take care of that, uh, but they generally, like a woman, if she's born with a man's genitals, she doesn't turn to be a man. She still is a woman, but it, it's a genital uh, uh, thing that they have to do, have surgery for that. And they're I've able never to seen a man born with a uterus. I mean, not a uterus, with a vagina. Now, I've been in medical thing. Now, that I have not seen. But I know that women can have some simple, where they can't have children, but they can't have it surgically removed. But it has something to do with the chromosome studies, but that's what it is. But it is. It determines there's still a sexual determination when they do that. So you can tell, even though they have these organs, you can tell by their chromosomes whether they are man or woman. Absolutely. But they were born with the wrong organ. This is a physical issue at that point. Now when we go to homosexuality, it's no longer... It's a, no longer a, a physical issue, but now we're dealing with a psychological issue. We're dealing with 
the thought process. We're dealing with the mind. Now, we just looked at that list of sins. Right? All of them were sins, and in the sight of the Lord, they're all equal. But we, we believe that we would believe that we would believe that the homosexuality sin is not born, but decided upon. Whether you're going to tell the truth, whether you're going to steal or you're going to pay for it. Uh-huh. Best decisions that we make every we day. We make every day. So now, with that in mind, why does homosexuality sit out there different than any other sin? Why, why is it that we can't be born with homosexuality, the, the tendency to be a homosexual, as we are liars and thieves and murderers? How come? How, why? He didn't create it. It's considered to be an abomination. In the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But what else is considered to be an abomination? I mean, I don't stand it. Blasphemy. But does it... Okay. Yeah, but it speaks specifically uh -huh. about homosexuality. Yeah, that's yes. And it also speaks specifically about two people who have been married, divorced, mm -hmm. remarry, and go back as an abomination to the sight of the Lord, too. So, is being an abomination necessarily a reason why that sin should be treated any different? Because there are other things that are an abomination in the sight of the Lord. Right? Right. Okay. So, here we, we, we lay it out again. It's a choice whether or not we steal or whether we do we don't steal whether we murder or whether we don't murder. And it's a choice whether we act out homosexual tendencies or not. But the person would say to us, I was born this way. And we would say to them, no, you weren't. You automatically just turned them away. That's right. You immediately say no. No. But how, how, do, how can we be so dogmatic about them saying they weren't born with homosexual tendencies? But if, some, if we say, you know, he lies a lot, and he was born with that. <laughs> now, now, why is it so easy to, to receive that? Because we know from the word of God that it said, they said, I was formed in my mother's womb in iniquity. I was formed, which means at the very beginning, I had iniquity in my body. From the very beginning. And we've established that all of these are sins. They're no different from the sight of the Lord. So why is it that, why is it that homosexuality, we can't be born with it? What's, what's our reasoning? What's our justification for saying that we can't? Because it's unnatural. I mean, it's right here in the Bible on how God made man for woman. For woman. That's All right. Okay. He didn't create that. That's what I'm saying. The whole that's what I was saying. It was the creation of God. He was it wasn't a creation a of God. Kissing a man or a woman kissing yeah. a woman. That's why he created. Okay. Woman. And then he. he All right. I mean, 
I'm thinking because God didn't create it. When God created yeah. man, he created a woman to be with the man. Out of the man's ribs. Okay. He molded, he molded our bodies already. Okay. So the internal and the external is already there. So how... So it's not, it can't be. Now, now watch this though. Sister Dudley just let us know that that can fool you. You can have an external that's one sex, but according to your internal chromosomes, you're another. So, I don't believe, like the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. And I don't believe that he would create a being with that sort of mindset because that's a confused mind now like when they get here and then sin because we're born into sin but okay. a baby I don't believe I believe they're without sin which is why I believe like there's a, something in the Bible that talks about the age of um, accountability. accountability so like if my daughter were to pass away now she wasn't old enough to understand about Jesus and to accept him as her savior. So she will go to heaven, right? Okay. Is how I believe. So saying okay. that, like, once you once you get to a certain age of accountability, I think that then that's when the devil probably starts to try and turn your mind. And like, like somebody said something about addictive personalities. And like, you can be born, I think there are people that may have those types of personalities, but... I don't think that he would create confusion like that. That just doesn't seem like something God would do. Ah, now that yeah, yes, that that's a good point to hold. And hold hold on just a second, sir. Would God create such a thing? I no, because God creates things perfectly. Right. Now, remember where we are. This chapter sits after what. Before after the after the creation and before the fall before the fall before the fall. So that means it was perfect. Yes, at that time. This is what. That's right. Everything was good. Now, confusion and hold on. I ain't forgot you, Sister Reed. Confusion. How much more confusing is it? That you're born and God's commandment says, do not steal. Do not bear false witness against your neighbor. Do not lie. But yet we do it. It's against God's law. God says a woman shouldn't be with a woman, a man shouldn't be with a man. It's against God's law. But what's the difference between that being against God's law and all the other sins that are confusing. Because it's confusion. If God says don't lie, we lie. Because you can more, I mean, it's like you can actually see, you can't see, a, I mean, a, a lie is not something you can feel, like touch. But I'm it's not, physical. yeah, but you can see a I mean, woman, a can be two physical. women together. I mean, versus okay. like a I mean, lie is just lie. like, but you can't Okay, see, Sister Reed, I mean, go ahead. You can't see if somebody is, if you see a woman out at lunch by herself, you don't know what the desires inside of her are. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that's tangible. Now, when some, if somebody lies and then it comes out and something's happened, then at that point, that lie becomes tangible. We see desires and, we're, and then we say, no, that's not natural just because we physically see it. We don't always physically see what comes at the end of that lie. 
So I feel like it's just as equal. Ah, very good. It, every sin starts where? In the mind. In the mind. And you're right. Lying can become physical when you do it, and it affects somebody, and it affects different things, and now all kind of havoc comes from it as a result. You may not be able to say, right there is a physical, and it's, it's, it's two inches wide and two inches down, that lie. But you can see a lie in your mind. You can say, hey, what he just said is not true. That's a lie. He's a liar. He just lied. Well, okay, a murderer. You see a murderer kill somebody, and you see this person is dead. Why is the murderer you can you can absorb and you can you can you can come to grips with he was born with that tendency and that tendency just acted out, but we can't with homosexuality. Why why is it that why is it that homosexuality sits out by itself from these other sins? Because you can see murder. That's you can see a murdered person. That's hmm? the way we've been taught. That's the way. We have been taught. But if we reason from, a, from what we've been taught about the biblical word of God, it's what we come to as a conclusion. Does it make the same sense? Sister Sappho. It, does it make the same sense? Now, if we reason with what sin is, whether it's visible or or intangible or tangible, does it make sense to set homosexuality aside from every other sin and treat it differently? It doesn't, does it? Because we are born with the mind frame. That's right. Because sin is in our mortal bodies. I bring this up because it's hard to minister to a person who has this particular vice, if you will, this particular sin that's dominating them, if you believe it different than any other sin. But if from the word of God you can see that it's different, because we did try to hold on to abomination, but there are other abominations. But we still treat those different. So what ends up happening now, we, we can minister to a murderer. We can minister to a liar. We can minister to a drug, a drug dealer. We can minister to these people in ways we have a hard time with homosexuals because we believe that sin is different. It, it, it wasn't, it's, not, it's not a product of the fall. It's just a product of their choice. But when we get there, we kind of put a wedge between us and them to be able to minister to them. But they've got the same problem all the rest of us got. It's sin. So now we come back and we begin to try to look at this and we realize that God created in chapter 2 the perfect union. Man and woman. But before the fall. Because after the fall in chapter 3, 
sin enters the world. So now we've got to figure out how we're going to reconcile this in order to minister to a growing population. And not just growing in the closet. They're not growing out of the closet. Because our culture is now changing to where the culture is trying to say that it's so okay. But that's because, you know, if, me and Michelle just had a conversation come like this yesterday. They don't put so much on TV and just, it's just ridiculous. Stuff like that didn't even used to be on TV. No. Everybody now is coming forth. I was just looking at the news commentators, and I was just thinking, my Lord, all them guys are gay. I mean, not right, that Elmo. Yeah. Elmo. But you know, it, it's almost <laughs> like it's almost to the point that <laughs> I he was the happiest three out there. But you know, it's almost like it's it's just it's almost re- like just, I don't know. I, it's unbelievable because yeah. there was a newsman that he just came out, a news yeah. guy. Then uh, Sam Champion. Uh, Cooper. Anderson Cooper guy. Yeah, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. 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 But he's he, 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 a big time. He, he, uh, but he came out and said it, you know. No, but it's another guy that just came out on CNN. Yeah. We could see Sam Champion. But it was another guy that just came out. A handsome man. I did not know he was. Yeah. He's on CNN. A lot of handsome. He just came. But I mean, some of them I thought Sam was. Sam who? Champion. I gotta go. Oh, good morning, America. America. Yeah. He came out, he get married, and they was laughing about it and congratulating him about getting married. Yes, on national television. He was talking about he's engaged. And uh, then I like Sam Champion, though. I do like him. I like him. And uh, that's just like Ellen DeGeneres. I love Ellen. She always came out. But she never, I mean, but the men are really coming out. They're coming. Senators and all of that. Yeah, they, the men are yeah, really coming out. They're coming out. on out of the, the closet. And now, what's what's so sinister about and this? family is not considered anymore like the man Who and the woman. Who'd you say, family? Champion. But the what? family is not considered. They call it the, the, now I guess the family's different because you got two men or two two women that's considered the American family. Modern family. family. Yeah. Modern family, family. Modern. What they call and it. see, go ahead. What really uh, my personal sure. heart for the kids to see that, you know, for those that have kids. To just the confusion of it, you know, like they can see their mom with another woman or their dad with another man. No, I just feel for the, the kids. I do too because you yeah. know what? I yes, know, I know is. people that are gay. And I don't judge them, you know right. what I'm saying? But like if they got kids, and now, like, you know how you grew up with these people, then now all of a sudden y'all grown or whatever, they decide they're gay. And I'm just like, okay. But anyway, and then they see all their kids is gay. Yeah. I'm like, you done affected your kids. That's right. Absolutely. Now you might not have grandkids because of what you done done to your kids. That's right. You done did all that around your kids, now they think it's okay. I think that's, that's right. just gross. Yeah. I mean, but what do you that say? It irritates me. What do you Go say ahead, to the child that uh, was put into a situation where they were taken advantage of uh, by either a family member or? Maybe it was a child that was had, you know, they somehow ended, ended up in the system or something like that mm-hmm. and ended up in a situation where someone took advantage of them and, you know, in turn it, it, it had it to where it turned them to where they were 
you know, liking another woman or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you say to, you know, yeah. Because, like, what do you say what do you, I mean, like, them. you know, because... Because, no, I mean, like, they think that's that was wrong, but then they continue to live their life like that because that's what they... It's a cycle of that's right. Taboo issues. You know, all I need is a lot. But that's not true. When the Lord has created the doctrine. Yeah, because, 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 because. I people like that. They do not but believe you really in marriage counseling, no other kind of counseling. No. And the Lord, the Lord uses vessels. He uses vessels. That's why we're here. Why? If you got a Christian counselor, use the Christian counselor. God will speak to you, but he doesn't say everything to you come down and talk to you. No, he doesn't. Right. He sends, he sends he people. That's right. Through our hands. So now we got this situation now where we've got to come to grips with a situation in this world now that's more sinister that's right. than what we have been dealing with because now the culture we live in is saying it's okay. Mm-hmm. Our culture never said that lying was okay. It never said that cheating was, you know, it was called murder and stealing was okay. But this sin now oh, it's okay. is on a pedestal it's and it's okay. It's more than okay. I mean, it's accepted. Yeah. You're, Our culture accepts it. They do not think even more than straight couples. Because you get a million people to defend a lesbian couple or a gay couple. Right. But for the straight couple, it's like, well, y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we don't got nothing for you. you just, hey, sorry. You know, I hate, hate it for you. And they gone on. But what does God's church? Now, those who have professed to be children of God, who now have the Holy Spirit within them, who now walk according to the mandates of Scripture, what do they do in a culture that does not match who they are. For so long, the U.S. has been a great place to be a Christian because it was so Christian-like. That's right. But now we're starting to become a nation that's so Christian opposite, so different, so far away from Christianity that now the pressure is starting to build because now we have to make choices whether or not we're going to walk with Christ or not, are we going to bring, let, allow that to come in the world because of the world into the church because of the pressure of the culture? Because our culture in which we're living in is telling us this is all right. Mm-hmm. But our God says, no, it's not. I think it's all in how we address it, though, because okay. I've even seen people here, like friends I've had that come in, and they know something's wrong with them, and they won't help but they come in and they say, no, if that's how you are, then you need to go somewhere else. You're not supposed to be like that. And then they turn away. They ain't got nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. If we have that other mindset, which just turns them away. Because we treat it as a different sin. It's different than all the rest of the sins. This one here is like, hey, this thing is contagious or whatever. And right. Get away from me. And so we push them right back out without ministry. See, before we go on question um so what about like i know somebody that um 
I was really like close um, with, and we were really good friends like when I was younger. And um, this person was in church, and her grandfather even was a pastor. I mean, she knew the Lord and everything. And um, now um, she's like gay. So, I mean, isn't the Holy Spirit inside of her? I mean, I'd just be wondering these things. Like, what now. happened to, for her to turn? And I do know when she was younger, she was molested, you know. Um, but for her to turn, you know, she had to no being kids. a lesbian. Right. Being a lesbian. Mm -hmm. What a lesbian lifestyle. Right. Um, to where, that's why I'd just be wondering, like, what happened? And that, okay, what happens when a pastor of a church whom the Holy Spirit has bared witness with your spirit that that man is from God? And the word is coming forth, rhema word, the Spirit is like, hey, that's, that's, that's my man up there. And one day, he announces that He's I've been in an adulterous, or, yeah, or I've been in an adulterous relationship, and now I'm leaving my wife. My that happens. And it happens. Uh, uh, I am, uh, uh, this my life. You see that one? Mm -hmm. Girl. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. What, 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 do you, what do you do with that? that what do you do? It's like, well, we can't believe they've done this. And but they just demand that. But yeah. you know what I learned personally from They're dealing human. with this in my family, yeah. and that's not really a secret because I'm sure a lot of people know what happened within my own family because they done told me. But yeah. I had to look at it as I got older as, yeah, that's my father. That's my that's my kid's grandpa. He's supposed to be Reverend this, that, and the third. But he's a human. And mm -hmm. he sins. And a lot of times we put our pastors and our spiritual leaders on a pedestal, which they should be. That's yes. how God looks at them. Yeah, of greater responsibility. have to look at they're human. They still have that sinful nature that they have to fight daily. And probably even more so than we do because they are up front. And, like, I don't know why it's so taboo. I mean, it's wrong either way, but, yeah. like, if a pastor were to stand up and say he was gay, the whole church would leave. Yeah. When we've been accepting homosexuality in the church for, for years. years. In other positions. Right. In leadership. And we, and we say nothing and we no. just joke about it. That's, that's, like that's it's okay. What, and see, that's something <laughs> I felt you when you were saying that that day because I just feel like, like you said, a lot of these pastors were so against Obama when he said it. But y'all got right. members, y'all got right. members in leadership, that's and y'all let them lead things in. Yeah. Right. And, no. and that makes you hypocritical as far as I'm concerned. And never say a word. And it is like, right. and there's congregations. All other kind of sins, too. And there's congregations where, where there's been marital infidelity, that's and they right. still stay there. It was like, oh, we forgive our pastor. You know, he says, I'm sorry. And, and we and go back, but now... Family, he has devastated. Devastated. Tore it, so tore it to up. to me, how could you yeah. really be my spiritual leader? Because you could not. Because that's like this one past. I'm not gonna say I, and I'm not trying to be funny, but you could be my spiritual leader. Not when you didn't tore up your family. Because right. I would be scared to trust you to go with you if I had family issues. Friend. You know, and, and, and that's and, like this one pastor. He was pastoring this married couple. She ended up with the woman. That happens. That happens more often than not. She moved out of town because she was so just devastated. Devastated when it happened. And now it's like he's just the big man. He's the pastor of the church, and he just got this big congregation. And I just be like, 
I can't judge him. You know what's up? Yeah. I have to judge him, but he couldn't be my leader. Yes. I wouldn't trust because and I wouldn't even want to be his him. wife at that point because yeah. I wouldn't trust him. Right. Yeah. What about testing spirit just by saying just like in that situation? Okay. I'm not trying to cut you off. But like in that situation, like he was um, counseling him or whatever. So being that he wasn't right, couldn't the spirit? Not necessarily because we're we're human. People get attracted to spiritual leaders because of the fact that that's why they tell you that when you go to these pastors, you need to have a woman in there with them. A lot of times at the black church, we have had a tendency that we run to the pastor. Well, pastors are men. So you get to talk about your sex life, all kind of stuff that these women do to these pastors. You're a good-looking woman. And you talk about my husband. I mean, you just never know. The mind is something, no matter yeah. what. I don't care how godly you are. You can't be tempted. Yeah. And you can be tempted. That's why I never forget that Pastor Steve used to always tell us that I won't talk to women by myself. Right. He said, I have my wife or somebody right. there with them. Because as people, we trust our pastors. Mm-hmm. And we go telling them stuff that I might couldn't tell you. I might. I'm just saying. I know better because I don't do that. Yeah. But folks do do that, right? Because because you feel comfortable. I've never felt that comfortable with none of them. I couldn't. But I'm just saying. But people do because But we're all different. I'm just saying. But we're yeah. all different. And they are. And some but pastors you know are taught up as counselors. I have a very dear friend that was one. This minister, we loved him. I thought he was anointed. One of the most powerful speakers. And he was counseling her, and she knew she needed to stop because she was finding herself being attracted to him because he was everything that her husband was not. So I'm saying we we put, I'm just saying, so I don't care how spiritual you are, things happen. I don't think nobody in their right mind as a believer in Christ sets out, if you really love the Lord, I'm saying, to destroy your marriage or things. But women are cunning. We're, We're snakes. As far as I'm concerned, we're snakes. We're demons. No, whatever you want to say, but we can be. You can put it anywhere you want. Some women, right? Some women. I'm just saying we have women, women, and we have tendencies, and anything that we want to get, if we go after it. The Bible, you go get the Bible. It talks about the different wicked women in the Bible. But no, if you read in the Bible, it talks about women in the Bible. It didn't select and put my name or your name. The bottom line is women in general, and we're all women, except for BJ. The bottom line is everybody. So what I'm saying is, but I'm just saying, Reverend Butler, that those are things that that happen. Getting back, not off subject, but getting back to that. But it's fine, Kim. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like in general, like you can have a therapist, you know, right. at, at Truman or something that you really start to connect with. Because that's just, it's natural to, to especially yeah. somebody that listens to you, they handle my listen to you, and, and then here's this nice looking man who's smart and stuff, and you see how it happens. So it could definitely happen. It sure could. That's yeah, because we're all people. That's right. And the pastor. Could have strain in his relationship. That's right. So it's on two sides, and it sets up that situation. But the point, the point we were trying to get to is, we we for the most part never 
just up and say, God, she's not a believer. Right. But with homosexual, right. we, we baby, the bath water, everything. Right. Yeah, right. all they even say, how do they, but, but it's sin just like infidelity is sin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does it mean that because you've given in to sin, that you are not saved? No. Because we all what? We all sin. We all do. Every one of us. You bad sex. Same thing. It's the same thing as this. As Christians, you have professed the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior. Um, you practice fellowship with other believers. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. Now, I'm up in church every time the doors of the church is open. And then, lo and behold, a visitor or somebody else sees me up at the ebb driving like it's hot. Uh huh. See, as a Christian, not just you know a deacon or something, you're 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 held to a higher standard. Than all of the other individuals that are in the midst, you know, you That's right. you are not supposed to do certain things within their eyes. That's they right. Don't see you as being human, just as well. Just as, like them. You know That's what right. I mean? It's it's the same thing, you know, with the pastor or like like me and my friend was talking about the, the pastor's um daughter or something like that. You know, they always known as being freaks and all this kind of stuff, right? But you even a lot of still. Time. Well, not all time. But even still, what happened here? Hold on, hold on, y'all. But I'm just saying, like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold it, y'all. Go ahead. The pastor's daughter. And uh, family members or whatever, they have just as the same human desires as everybody oh, else. Yeah. But That's they're right. looked at as differently for the because same desire right. as everybody else has. That's right. right. It's hypocritical. Right. It's not right, but it's just one of those type of things. It just, it things? is. It's just it's one just of those, one those things. things. Just and one as one far as like homosexuality and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I don't necessarily look at them any differently or tell them that you can't Amen. come into church and this and that and whatever else because yeah. they just as human as you are. That's we right. supposed That's to right. love. We're supposed oh, yeah. to love that person That's right. and leave it to God to judge. That person's gonna have to answer to God come you, you know, judgment day or whatever. That's right. Whatever, right. just as well as I'm gonna have to judge for pissing them off or have to cut me off or whatever. That's right. That's right. You have to answer to that. That's right. You know, we're supposed to be set apart. Yes. We are supposed to be set now, apart. That yes. Much we are. Yes, we are supposed so to be set apart. That's right. We have to be careful of our walk. Yes. You do. Yes. We have to because we're going to answer to the Lord. Yes. And see what has happened with the church is we can't even separate the world from the church anymore. That's but we are to be a unique critical. person. Or people. Yeah. A peculiar people. A the peculiar people. Be ye one. separate. Come Absolutely. out from among so them. Therefore, we have to be careful of our walk because you never know. Never the bottom line know. is who we know. You who never people, know. But you never know who you can cause to stumble. That's so, right. See, we know who we are. Of course we do. But people look at us in a different light regardless of what, because everybody is not where we are. 
And 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 our desire to me as believers, we don't want to make nobody stumble and fall. No, that's right. That's right. Very, as, as believers, that's right. As believers, we don't want to make very cautious of that. Yeah. Because you have, even as my spiritual leader, I would be devastated if someone told me something negative about Pastor. Because I still look at him as my spiritual leader. Uh-huh. That would be very devastating to me. I can get past it, but I still would look at him in a different way. Yeah. So even as believers, as Christian women, or as Christian men, we have to be careful how we carry ourselves. We, mu- we, we must. must. Because what happens as an organism, the church, when it becomes a blender, if it wants to blend in with everything, it goes to critical condition is what it does before it dies. The church has an or is an organism, not an organization. It's a living entity. And when it blends with all of the things of the world, it dies. Our life comes from being separate and connected with the Lord. And to get close to the Lord and get connected, you have to be what? Holy. You have to be separate, is what that word means. Set apart. But if we start to say, oh, we just you know, what the culture is doing, we'll do, we die. Because our relevance is shot and our power is shot because the Lord is not going to be in that midst. The Holy God is not going to be in the midst of all that unholiness. So we have to continue to be separate, those who know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, but then we also have to minister to those who That's are outside. Right. That's right. we got to remember that in this context, that those who are practicing those homosexual lifestyles are sinners. Say it again. And they need the same Savior as we got. And it's like, Sister Reed, you were saying, I think you were saying that, that they come and, and they know something's not right. Because they've been convicted, but when they come for help, the doctor doesn't have any bedside manners. So, so if you go into the hospital and the doctor is just kind of knocking you around, right. you telling whoever your family, get me out of here. I, I don't yeah. want him to touch me. Yeah. And that's just like somebody who comes into church bound in sin, and then we look at him and say, oh, you that kind of, so get out of uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, then what? They can feel it. They can feel it. You're not gentle. But we must be the most gentle of all because we have been shown gentleness. Right. And I got another thing to it. I know I'm, I'm guilty of this, but like when people come in, you know how they have a business stand up. I think that we should embrace them just like say somebody's sitting right here in front of me. And you know, I don't, they, I, I just kind of observe and they don't get that. Well, glad that you came or glad that you're here. They just kind of stand up there giving their welcome card, whatever they fill out. It's just glad. Like, you know, I just feel like we should just, because you know, it's like, it's like everybody cutting us out of having to sit yeah. where they sit, talk to they, you know, talk to or whatever. But like when those new people come in, it's just like no one, there's not a race of Yeah, it's not, like, yeah, oh, it's not welcoming. Yeah, it's like, and that's kind of the people see who go to church here. You know, I mean, yeah. I was yeah. too. Yeah. 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 You know, they, I mean, because I have some, you know, you, you see some that come in, they don't even stay to hear the word. They just probably just stay for a little bit and be right back out. You know, I just kind of just be observing it. I went to another church, and I promise you, more people said hello to me before I got in the door than say hello to me the whole time I'm here. What is Pentagon? And that was in my church. Yeah, and I've witnessed that same thing. And and, and that's been in my mind. I think just a few days I was talking about this. That's true. How 
Our hospitality is so low. It's so low. Man, there's places I walked in before I could get through the door. I mean, they were so welcoming and, yeah. and, and aiding so quick that I'm like, what kind of place is this? But it's church. What and what has happened to us? Especially a lot of a lot of times when I receive that is at a non-mainline church. Most of the times it's a it's a non-mainline. And so I start to think to myself, what's happened to the main line? What you mean by main? Like main line is like Baptist, Methodist, uh, Pentecostal, um, so Church of God in Christ. But when you go to this, you know, some of these non-denominational, they have reconfigured themselves in such a way that they they put so much emphasis on hospitality. Where we just place emphasis on liturgy or, or liturgical things. And they put so much focus yeah, there, and it makes you feel so welcome. Mm -hmm. But it's like we've forgotten. Mm -hmm. It's like what the what the word says over in, in Revelation that we lost our first love. love. Mm -hmm. We 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 haven't we got a name that's alive, but we're really dying. We 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 we've not fallen into the same trap. As a Nicolaitan, we haven't fallen into these strange doctrines, but we're holding the doctrine, but we've lost our love. And in order to minister and to be effective as a mainline or non-mainline in this new culture, we have got to get back to our first love. We've got to get back to being gentle and hospitable. Because these folks are hurting, and there will be those who come and look like a happy homosexual couple, and they know they're not. And they're really looking for some answers. Mm -hmm. But if we push them away, right. we, get, we don't get that opportunity to minister. When I first accepted Christ, I looked kind of like I was happy. I kind of acted like it, but I knew I was empty. Mm -hmm. And at the, at the opportune time, away from everybody else, I took a Christian aside and asked him to tell me about this Jesus. But I didn't do it in front of everybody. But I needed somebody who I felt like I could talk to. And that person was always inviting to me. Even though I didn't really want to hear what he had to say until that time, I always knew that I could talk to him if I really needed to. They felt gentle. And that's how we've got to be. Go ahead, Sue. Oh, I have a question. Like, how do we go about revitalizing that hospitable spirit within the church? Because, like... I think our pastor has it. Like, I remember a couple or a few Sundays ago, there was a young lady that came, and um, she was dressed like a guy. And I don't know if that meant that she was, you know, bisexual, homosexual, whatever, but she wasn't dressed as, you know, a young lady. And so, but, like, Reverend Gibbons didn't treat her any different when she went down. He said she young lady, church, but right? he, uh, huh? She joined church? She did join church, because uh -huh. she was in New Hampshire. Uh -huh. She passed me for a couple of, um, weeks and then she just didn't make it that early to church but um and I think she felt that he loved her and that you know he hugged her and let her speak and he didn't treat her any different or act weird or nothing but then I noticed some people in the congregation was kind of like why is she wearing boy clothes you know they didn't mm -hmm. say it but you could see the looks and you people can feel know, that feel. off of people yeah. so like if the head is right it seems as though he's got that together like how do we go about revitalizing the it's church it's an individual it's yeah. person it, it's up to the person and 
their relationship with God. I, and I don't even think it's I about mean, their relationship with God. I think it's them personally. Well, as a that's human what being, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I can be a, that way towards somebody else. But it's all because I I just feel like if it's, you got the Holy Spirit in you, right. I, I know why you can mistreat Absolutely. anybody or talk about people. Just be rude or me. You just don't have that in you because that's God is love. I mean, He's hospitable. I mean, you know, I'm just. Right. Ain't no way. There's. I mean, it's just no way. There's no way you can just mistreat him. I just feel like it's all about and the individual okay about and their relationship and with God. And if they're constantly renewing themselves, spending time with God, it's just there. There's no way. I just and I just know. I just know that. Now, that that's another good point, and that was a good question. Okay, if those who are being mean and being uh, uh, hateful against other people, and then there are those who are just sitting there. It's kind of sitting apart. Right. They ain't mean. They they just indifferent. They just indifferent. Right. How how do you deal? You know, like when um, what's the pastor? What's the pastor saying? They come from by by the Even when he be like, get up and hug your neck. We ask you feel you ask that like they don't know what to do. I just be like, y'all never hug nobody. Yeah. Like yeah, we got that bad now. Yeah. 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 And then he'll oh. say something like, don't be Shake ashamed. The hand. Yeah. He won't bite you. Like, why the pastor got to tell you somebody right. don't bite right. you? Like, you don't like because you looking because at that's how we think it almost. Yeah, we like, uh, hug somebody. Well, well this, is a, this is an issue because... For those who, but those who got the Lord's spirit in them, this whole idea of hospitality and gentleness has to be evangelized. Right. It has to be evangelized like anything else. It's got to be talked about. It's got to be championed. It's got to be taught on. It's got to be worked on in order for the church to 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 turn into. That's right. But it's it's a sin when you mistreat people. I yes, it is a sin. It is. And it's, and, and it's got to be evangelized yeah, does, about hospitality. If, if it's not evangelized, I, I it's not talked about, then I mean, uh, how, where are people going to go with it? You know, they may want to, but they need to be led. They need to be led in this area of hospitality. Because everybody, believe it or not, I don't know why, because I learned, you know where I learned that loving spirit and being hospitable? When I used to go to Harvest. When I used to go to Harvest, that's, that's, all I learned that's another place I where I heard that it was very, yeah, they, at the door. Never been there. It has nothing but. to do with you and your word, the bottom line. Yes, is. it does. No, it doesn't. Because you can be a loving person and not openly what? show affection. No. I mean, yes, that's why me, y'all. Yeah, it needs to be evangelized and taught and worked on because. No. But a lot of people. I no, they don't. I think they're knocking at the door, so we're gonna close this down. They still being there. Yeah, 